Well, howdy, Hootah Thunkers. This is your host, Zeb, of the Hootah Thunkard podcast, as always. And this week's episode is Season 2, Episode 24. The title is Electric Scooters Everywhere. Let's get started with the recommendation segment, um, which consequently has nothing to do with the title I just said. Recommendation segments, just me going over something I recommend you check out, something I've been enjoying and hope you can too, but it's separate from the main title and the main event. My recommendation segment this week is for Netflix's Ragnarok. It's a series. Netflix has this like hokey drama series about teenagers and then it's a it's about a small family who moves to the small town of of Edda, Norway. Supposedly, Edda was the last city to denounce ancient Norse mythology, and so the town is full of Norse myth characters. Uh, one of the things that I like most about the show is that it doesn't fall into the same annoying teen drama traps that all American teen shows tend to do. It's, you know, just a simple thing about Norse mythology and, a, you know, a little bit about modern environmental issues. That is it. The rest is just fun. Oh, and I love their Loki character. He is written very well. So check it out. I think you'd like it. Now, for the main event about the scooters. As I mentioned in the last episode, I just went to my buddy Shane's wedding. It was a blast. Meeting up with college friends is always fun, albeit dangerous. But the reason I bring it up again is that the wedding trip inspired this episode's main event, electric scooters. You see, the wedding was held in Columbus, Ohio. I always thought I hated Ohio, but really it's not that bad of a place. I kind of liked it. I mean, at least it's not New Jersey. Ugh, gross. hate that place. But there was one major difference I noticed when I traveled from a Pennsylvania city, namely Pittsburgh, to an Ohio city. There were electric scooters everywhere. All right. And it started to grind my gears. More importantly, it jogged an old memory of a, me watching a short YouTube video made by HBO's Vice on the topic. In that video, I remember the scooters were wrapped in controversy. I felt an urge to explore, you know, re-remember, understand, and eventually blurt out my opinion of that controversy on this podcast. So I hope you enjoy. Now let's get down to the basics of the scooters themselves. What what are they? What's going on with them? Before I get into all the adult perspectives, though, I feel it is important to represent my inner child, of which I think I'm still kind of connected with in pretty well way. These things look like fun, okay? They're scooters. They're electric scooters. You hop on. They just go. You don't have to pedal them. Um, you just sort of crank the hand and crank the the handle and you just go it looks awesome i was always more of a bike kid when i was younger but and i did snicker at the scooter kids but i must admit if it didn't require me to download an app on my phone which i don't like doing i probably would have just hopped on one of those and and uh scooters and that i saw in columbus and i just would have ridden circles around my fiance like a blissful idiot it would have been fun not to mention these things go like 15 miles per hour that's pretty fast i mean some of them probably go faster but that's the average Think of all the dangerous antics you could pull on a standing vehicle going 15 miles per hour. I would get in so much trouble, so many injuries. <laughs> but it seems like fun. Seems like a fun way to spend at least a part of your daily commute, you know? So why not? Plus, you don't have to drop them off anywhere in particular, hence why they're just left at everywhere. I swear, given the opportunity to do so, adults will leave their toys lying about just like a toddler that doesn't know any better. Uh, we haven't evolved that much once we get as adults. But you can't argue with the convenience instead of bikes like you see in my city of pittsburgh that have to be taken back to specific stations at the end of, the, of their use these scooters are were designed to just be left anywhere you just leave them on the sidewalk leave them you know along the street so uh you know quote so what you're saying here is 
that you love these scooters because they're fun, convenient, and relatively cheap. Is that what you're saying? No, that's not at all what I'm saying. I don't like these things. <laughs> I was simply highlighting the few redeemable qualities these sidewalk hazards have before I explained my more grumpy old man take on these things. The adult in me says these scooters are like garbage left out on the sidewalk. I mean, just walk. Just walk. <laughs> Takes a little bit longer, but why not? One of the rules you technically have to agree to before using one of these bad boys is you will always wear a helmet. You're also supposed to be mindful of others and never ride on the sidewalk. And while all the promotional videos, I'm trying to get you to buy them, show riders being kind, courteous, and wearing helmets safely, in the real world, people are rude. They ride predominantly on the sidewalks and they never wear their helmets because, well, we're people. It's what we do. We're humans break all the rules so older people tend to hate these things like you know elderly people they're like ah oh, darn you while younger healthy people enjoy them you know i always picture the cliche old man sitting on a bench shaking his head in disgust at a bunch of young whippersnappers zooming about on these e-scooters as i like to call them then i realize i am that old man i'm the one with that perspective though <laughs> these young people get out of here i don't like them but I kind of get it. I mean, I think it's the number of them that annoys me the most, not them themselves. But let's get into the legality of it. On the podcast or on the blog, I have a bunch. I found a really good article made by one of the scooter manufacturers. Tons of infographics of where they're legal, where they're not. This is the one of the most interesting parts, the legality of them. Um, are they even legal? One of the electric scooter manufacturer, manufacturers, Unagi, posted a comprehensive article about the legality of electric shooters both in each american state and intentionally or internationally it is called the comprehensive guide to electric scooter laws you can find it on unagiscooters.com that's u-n-a-g-i they summed up the legal world's take on these e-scooters quite nicely quote is your scooter legal in a massive growing industry the opaque nature of the answer to this rather straightforward question borders on the comedic laws vary from year to year from month to month from state to state and from country to country lawmakers and enforcers across the world have been wrestling the elephant-sized conundrum of shared electric scooters since bird hit the scene in 2017 while the shared scooter phenomenon created a low-carbon, cheap, and efficient means of transportation for millions of commuters and joy-seekers worldwide, it also spurred a deluge of complaints from metropolitan pedestrians. Although scooter sharing has its benefits, it also brings about a number of obvious costs, sidewalk congestion, traffic obstruction, debeautification, and accidents. The backlash stemmed from these costs has caused governments on the city, state, regional, provincial, and some cases federal level worldwide to evaluate the social implications of electric scooters, end quote. So it's kind of a sticky wicket when it comes to the legality of these, these, these things. I got to give it to the electric scooter manufacturer props for being so upfront and transparent about the product they make. I don't know much about Unagi, but if they make an article like this, they must have an amazing PR team. So uh, great move on their part. Respect to you. Now, I want to highlight some of the state's laws on these scooters just to give you an idea of some of the, you know, smaller states and what they're dealing with. First, Ohio, since it's the state that inspired this episode. In Ohio, scooter riders don't need a license. You can ride them on the street or bike lanes. You don't have to wear a helmet and you don't need insurance. So not many restrictions. However, in Pennsylvania, a state that borders Ohio my home state, where the vast majority of my listeners are from, the electric scooters are illegal to use on the roads 
in Pennsylvania because, quote, these vehicles do not comply with the equipment standards and inspection requirements for the motor vehicles or for motor vehicles and cannot be titled or registered in the Commonwealth, according to the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation. We call it PennDOT. In addition, these vehicles cannot be operated on Pennsylvania roads and sidewalks. So, no. Pennsylvania said, nope, no thank you. Notice the stark difference between the lack of regulation in Ohio versus the all-out ban in Pennsylvania. That is why I seldom seldom see them, and I need to get out of my state. I need to get out of my state more. I never see these things. I didn't even, I forgot that they existed <laughs> since like 2018. I need to get out of PA more. As long as it's not New Jersey. Blech. Hate New Jersey. Wyoming, their, their laws kind of cracked me up. Quote, this is from the website, Unagi's website. Quote, there is no current available information on electric scooter law in the state of Wyoming. Right. <laughs> because no one in Wyoming is riding a scooter 25 miles to their nearest convenience store in a snow squall. Hardly anyone lives in Wyoming. It is cold. There is unpredictable weather. And a wolf sees if a wolf sees a yuppie on one of these scooters, they'll just think, hey, meals on wheels. <laughs> uh, that's your dad joke for the day. Uh, but seriously, you could get mauled by a pack of wolves. <laughs> so, yeah, makes sense. No one's in Wyoming with them. Now, let's talk about the economics of these. These scooters are out there making big money. Allow me to throw you some numbers at you. And it, as explained by the YouTuber Polymatter, uh, that's P-O-L-Y-M-A-T-T-E-R, the, and all these videos that I'm referencing are on the blog if you want to check them out. But as the YouTuber Polymatter explained, there are three main companies, Lime, which is owned by Google, Bird, whose CEO used to run Uber, and Spin. But there are many more out there. Tons of companies are trying to cash in on this market, or at least they were before COVID-19, but I'll get to that later. The vast majority of the actual scooters are the Mi Electric Scooter model, that's M-I Electric Scooter, uh, which costs you know about $250 when purchased in bulk. Most scooters charge consumers $1 at the start of the ride, and then for every minute of the ride, they add 15 cents. With an average ride costing like $3, most scooters being used about 10 times a day, that is $30 a day per scooter factoring in the that these companies pay people to easily sign up through their phone to charge the scooters uh, batteries at night at their own domiciles to be paid an average of 750 per scooter that they charge that is $22.50 net income of a scooter per day and like I said they cost about 250 each they're making $22.50 on average a day these things pay for themselves with maintenance and theft affecting about 1% of total scooters. That means a scooter pays for itself in under two weeks. So just two weeks. This has been going on since September of 2017. So just think of all the profit these scooter tech companies are making. So it's, it's big money. That's why there's so many companies. That's why Google's throwing their, their money in there. But lastly, I wanted to talk about why these things made national news and why even South Park made an episode about these scooters. It was September of 2017, Santa Monica, California, was ground zero for the e-scooter infestation. Overnight, the company Bird just dumped tons of their scooters on the sidewalk throughout the city. It was like, here, use this product. Was it legal? Kind of. Uh, you know, as these scooters fell into a legal gray area, these private transportation companies like Uber, Lyft, and now um, 
the scooter companies, they act fast using technology so that their product isn't necessarily illegal because the slow moving gears of our legal system just can't keep up. So if there's no law regulating them, then it's not illegal. And, you know, the way our market's set up, they can do that, I guess, but only because no one told them they can't yet. But they probably would want to. Oh gosh, it's it's like I said, legal gray area. It is a flawed system, and it ends up making both public officials and the general public mad when people just force their technology, their product on on you. But we are a free market society, and the outright targeting of a business that isn't harming anyone is not really allowed either. So you can't just say no scooters and then allow like public transportation to do scooters. See see it, you know what I mean? This is America. You can't do that. Even though the car ride-sharing industry, namely Uber, was able to blow up so fast with virtually no legal blowback with this model of, you know, distribute now and wait for the laws to come later, our legal system learned a thing or two. So when the scooters came out, a lot of states and cities were all, they were ready to shut down these scooters. That is why states like Ohio have hardly any regulations because they weren't ready, while Pennsylvania only tolerates the use of electric scooters on private property. Um, yeah, you cannot use them on the road. So the business model for these transportation tech companies is to distribute so fast and so absolutely that some groups of people just get used to them and those people vote on election day to keep the scooters and the Ubers in their lives so that the the product first law later it's kind of ingenious it's kind of you can see why it makes people mad (laughs) uber lyft and now these scooter companies force themselves into our lives that's what they did it doesn't get more american than that you know that business model but that is why people hate them so passionately weeks after these scooters arrived in september of 2017 in santa monica people started dumping them in dumpsters chucking them in waterways in the bay and some people even got so fed up they defecated on them that's right they were committing the crime of scooter pooping (laughs) that's not a dad joke that's a that's a toilet joke and i I laughed so hard when I wrote that on the blog. I couldn't wait to say it in the recording. But <laughs> scooter pooping. They pooped on the scooter. But anyway, so the <laughs> Oh, I love this place. But the COVID-19 virus gave the industry a massive blow because no one was leaving their house for an extended period of time. There are still scooters out there, but just like the great American buffalo, their herds aren't nearly the size that they once were. So COVID sort of um thinned out the herds of these these unruly scooters everywhere and now it's not as big of an issue but they are still there but anyway that's my episode on scooters i hope you enjoyed it hope you enjoyed it this uh season two episode 24 as always check out the blog if you want the visual components of it but i hope my voice was adequate enough to soothe you your commute to work hopefully you're not on a scooter while listening to this you'll probably get into an injury people die on these things but anyway tune in next week Hope you enjoyed it, guys. Thanks for listening, Huda Thunkers. Bye-bye.